Welcome back to the Malinoko Oi Magazine and Silver Shark Media Podcast. I'm Jason Evans of Silver Shark Media. I'd like to welcome our next guest, Nick Winfrey, the President and Chief Professional Officer at the Maui United Way. Nick, thanks for joining us today. Aloha. We appreciate the opportunity to uh, catch up. Of course. So the Maui United Way is a nonprofit that was started in 1945 and has been helping communities ever since. Um, so, Nick, I'd love for you to give us the background on why the Maui United Way was founded and what the mission is within the Maui community. Fantastic. Well, uh, we appreciate the opportunity to share the story. Maui United Way actually started as a community chest, um, which was kind of a program across the country during the Great Wars to help support the community in a variety of ways. It was really the first kind of workplace giving uh, opportunities to support uh, our ohana. Specifically here at Maui, you know, what we focus on is, is kind of a three-pillar approach. So we support nonprofits and their programs that really provide uh, the backbone within the income, education, uh, and health uh, nonprofit sectors here within Maui County. Which is fantastic. And, and so in essence, is it fair to say you're kind of a vehicle that not just you're not your own nonprofit, but you're also supporting other nonprofits within your own mission? One hundred percent. That that is the United Way mission. Um, is is we've got an amazing hub um, with interconnectivity across the entire nonprofit spectrum here in Maui, uh, Hawaii, uh, as, as well as the entire U.S. In terms of community involvement, let's look at it from two different phases. For one, you have programs, and I imagine number two, you have volunteers. So how important is it for the volunteer component to get people involved in these initiatives and these projects that you're working on? Well, as most people know, and if they don't, <laughs> nonprofits are not for profit. Um, every dollar is incredibly uh, valuable as far as what the returns are. Um, so when you talk about volunteers, it's really the, the lifeblood and backbone of the entire nonprofit community. Sure. Um, without volunteers, we wouldn't be able to, to do 90% of what we do. That's our volunteer donors. Um, that's our volunteer experts, um, and that's the people that really get out and do a lot of the work as well. So the past few months have rattled everyone worldwide. How have they impacted the Maui United Way in particular? Well, you know, obviously everyone is struggling, um, and, and there's new kind of things popping up on a, on a daily basis. Um, unfortunately, in the nonprofit sector, when emergencies arise, that doesn't mean that you stop doing everything and, and focus on the emergency. It means that if you stop doing everything that you were doing, it would be in an even bigger emergency. Right. Um, so what we've been able to do is continue our, our, our funding and, and programming uh, within the nonprofit sector, but we've also kind of grown our, our reach uh, to support specific needs that, that COVID-19 has, has caused. Um, we actually started and launched our COVID-19 safety net fund back in March with the support of our board um, to where we would actually provide, you know, funding, uh, gap funding for a variety of nonprofits, whether it's, you know, health, whether it's uh, rental and utility assistance, you know, food security, child care, really those immediate needs that were popping up. So we haven't changed what we've done. We're only doing more now. Um, and we see that the resources are definitely shrinking and the need increasing. Um, so we're really having to, to work a lot smarter and harder all at the same time. Sure. And, and I have to imagine just based on how the Maui United Way operates, that you might be maybe a little bit more prepared for emergency situations like this than maybe some other some other groups where you have the infrastructure on consolidating resources or rallying resources very quickly. Is this, you know, for, for some businesses, a restaurant won't ever anticipate having to close out of nowhere for three months. But when emergency situations come up like this, is there experience with the Maui United Way that 
that might give them a little bit of planning insight? Uh, I think you, you, you nailed it there, Jason. I think within the nonprofit sector, you're providing, you know, resources and, and support that typically wouldn't be there uh, in other ways. So this is really what we're designed for. I think, you know, in and of itself, the staff uh, on our team, the board that we have, um, every one of those individuals brings a great expertise to instances like this. Uh, the added benefit that we have at Maui United Way is the overarching umbrella um, that we have all of these great partners and, and shared resources, you know, across the country and across the world for that matter. So rather than, you know, reinventing the wheel, we can really utilize and consolidate resources that are out there that other people are doing as well. Which is fantastic. So you mentioned kind of the newer emergency safety net fund. Let, let's talk about a couple other projects, uh, maybe pre-COVID that, that were going on, um, a few in particular that... I'd like to talk about, and, and we'll have you kind of bring up a few others. You guys help facilitate the displaced sugar workers in terms of financial support. Is that correct? Absolutely. And and obviously that, that could be something that we can repurpose now. In fact, part of that programming uh, and their original designers was utilized for the Laulima Help Program that's being operated at MEO. Um, so basically we, we have the capabilities and the infrastructure to help facilitate payments um, to those that need it most. Um, something that we've done, you know, very much on a parallel is our CRUA program, which is the COVID Rental Utility Assistance Program. So similar to what we did uh, with A and B, uh, we've actually done with Catholic Charities to help monitor, process, uh, support for individuals looking for rental and utility assistance for up to $1,000 a month for up to three months. So it once again, it was utilized to help a certain need, but because we did that, it better prepared us for, for the emergency that's hitting us now. Sure. Something else you guys do each year is during the holidays, you also do massive toy drives. What did that look like for 2019 and, and how do you anticipate that potentially growing or staying the same in 2020? Well, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, not a resource heavy operation. It's, it's, it's because the community actually comes out and, and supports us. Last year, we, we helped over 2,100 children receive holiday presents. With the current situation and, and with, you know, the, the unemployment rates and the needs within our community being so great, uh, we definitely see that being a great kind of leg up, hand up support system to maybe, you know, put some smile on our cakey spaces come Christmas time for, for those that might not be able to get it otherwise. Um, you know, with Alice report, which is assets limited income constrained yet employed, you know, pre COVID probably 50% of Maui County was already living paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. um, with what's taking place now. You know, the needs are just getting bigger and bigger. It's not a, a massive program, but it's definitely one that, you know, people can get behind and really put a lot of smiles on a lot of children's faces. Um, and, and that just continues to grow year over year. We've got a great partnership with Children's Justice Center um, to where we kind of disseminate those with our partner agencies. Um, with the population, you know, living where they were, you know, in this asset limited income constrained yet employed prior to pre-COVID um, with, with the layoffs that have taken place now, we definitely see the need get, getting bigger and bigger. It's disposable income. People are going to be worrying about their mortgages, you know, rather than purchasing toys. Um, but, you know, it puts a smile on a lot of kids' faces and it's something that we'll continue to do moving forward. Well, let, let's talk about some of the, the programs that you're going to have currently and in, in moving into later 2020 and beyond. Um, you had mentioned kind of a, a larger announcement that's coming up in terms of a community impact grants. So I'd love for you to kind of expand upon 
what this will be and, and how it will benefit the community. Absolutely. And, and the community is, is what decides where these needs are. Um, the United Way model is, is we have such a strong and stringent evaluation process of our nonprofits within our community that we really want our donors' dollars to have the biggest impact and where it's needed most. This year, our community impact grants has actually moved to an online system where we open it up to all 501c3s within Maui Nui. Um, we ended up funding a total of 39 different programs across the education, health, uh, and income pillars, so to speak. Um, this is a big change for us. We've always, you know, really funded a specific set. Um, so we've opened it up a bit more. Um, the community came together and evaluated these nonprofits, scored them, ranked them um, to where we would, you know, allocate specific funds to them. The big change that we're doing as well is we're actually committing three years to this. So rather than a nonprofit filing for a grant every year and, and putting forth that effort, um, is we're actually going to invest in three years to really, you know, get behind these nonprofits and the work that they're doing. Now more than ever, you know, the need is greater. So it's, it's really, we're excited to see the impacts that they're going to have across, you know, Maui Nui for the next three years. Which is huge. I think just, just that knowing that that stability and that infrastructure is there is, is the difference maker versus kind of going year by year uh, and wondering if something will, you know, be here this year, but gone the next. So I, I think there's, there's definitely um, some great things behind that. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's, if you've got a new business idea, it's going to take you a little while to get the kinks out. The yep. same thing takes place in the nonprofit sector. If we've got a plan, um, you know, to feed a certain set of the population based on a new program, you know, you're going to want to get the kinks out. You're going to want to fine tune that process. Um, and we feel with three years, we're definitely going to get, you know, the best, uh, best shot at, at, you know, sustainability as far as these programs go. So what are some of your bigger challenges with the Maui United Way. And, and this could be from a business standpoint. This could be from current situation standpoint where you have some limitations. But, you know, as, as we talk on this podcast to different companies and different nonprofits, I think there there is some benefit to kind of learning insights, not just on the success stories, but also on some of the things that might be uh, more challenging for, for no, nonprofits in particular to overcome. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. It's something that, that every nonprofit is faced with every day. It's, it's the challenges. Um, you have to learn how to adapt. And, and we're lucky that we have a team and, and board and, and community that adapts with us. Um, obviously, raising funds is, is, is always difficult. Um, you know, we've got a great reputation. Uh, we're able to, to work with corporations for workplace giving. But that model is getting outdated. So, you know, our biggest challenge is how do we diversify our, our, our revenue stream and our, and our donation dollars to make sure that, you know, we're not just moving money around on island. We're actually bringing resources to the island right. um, to help support the community. Other other challenges that face us is, is just making sure people know what we do. We want to make sure that the, the dollars that they donate go as far as they possibly can. And how do we communicate that? Um, it's not always easy. There's more nonprofits coming up every day that are doing great work uh, and, and really looking to stand out, but there is limited resources. Um, and when you look at you know a crisis like that we're in here now with all the different facets that play into it, whether it's unemployment, whether it's not being able to go outside, whether it's our industry, you know, really, really being decimated. Once again, there's, there's less resources to pull from, but more, more need. So it's also, how do you not duplicate services? 
Um, you know, if agency X is doing this and agency Y is doing the same thing, you know, is there a way that you can work together? So we really want to work on that um, as, as best as we can, because we do have kind of this oversight and interconnectivity with all these nonprofits to say, hey, you know, you guys are doing this, you guys are doing this. If you guys do it together, yep. you're actually going to have a bigger impact and be able to utilize the resources better. So it really is, it boils down to the ones and zeros is how do you get the most out of the the little bit of resources and assets that we have. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, with the Awesome Planet TV series I produce um, with Philippe Custard, a host who runs a big nonprofit. We work with a lot of nonprofits and we do see, especially, you know, our focus is a lot more in environmental protection, environmental science, how many have the same goal and the ability to maybe help expand upon that goal with one or two versus starting 10 nonprofits that are all doing the same thing. And as you said, spreading out those resources. So I have to imagine that's 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 a daily challenge as people have new ideas and new inspirations to to navigate through. It is, but you know, here on Maui, it's we're incredibly lucky because we talk to each other. Yeah. We work with each other. You know, in the corporate sector, you've got proprietary info that you just want to hold on to and and that's your bread and butter. Um, in the nonprofit sector, it's completely opposite. It's hey, we're doing this, this is working, you guys should do it. Or hey, we tried that, it didn't work. You know, maybe you could do it better. Yeah. Um, and, and here in Maui, it's it's incredibly true. Um, and 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 that everybody does work together and talks to each other because, you know, A, we're on an island, but B, you know, you can get more done when you go when you do it that way. hundred percent. So what are beyond the the community impact grants? What are some of your other goals for say the the remainder of 2020 and beyond? You know we've got a tools for school drive that we're launching right now. Obviously the needs for students are changing, um, so we're evaluating what that is. Whether it's you know getting mobile hotspots or devices for students that might not be able to re- learn remotely to you know disinfecting wipes. You know it's it's working in this new norm. Aside from ensuring that we bring in revenue to support our nonprofits, we're all, also looking at other ways that we can work better with our corporate partners, you know, measuring the social impacts that they have and, and, and what they do within a community uh, is a new direction that we're looking at now as well, just because more and more companies want to do right within their community. Because we work within the community, we might be able to help facilitate that as well. Uh, so we're working with our United Way worldwide partners, as well as uh, other United Ways across the country uh, to see how we can best do that. But it's really, you know, let's listen to the community. You know, they're the ones that decide where the support's needed. You know, challenges up ahead, once again, finding resources, but it's also trying to find out what the needs will be in, in the, the months and years to come and, and what the trickle-down effects of this crisis will have within our community and how we can best address it. Yeah, which is something I think everyone's learning kind of day by day um, as, as we keep maneuvering along. So if, if people want to support the Maui United Way or get involved, um, whether that be financially, whether that be volunteering time or even you know proposing causes or funds, how can they best learn more? Visit us at MauiUnitedWay.org um, or follow us on Facebook. We we are always available. You can give us a call. Uh, we actually pick up our phone lines. Um, there's only four of us in the office. And, you know, just ask if there's something that you want to want to see happen or if there's ways that you can support um, that might be outside of the box. We, we always like having a conversation. It's an uphill battle ahead of us and we'll take all the support 
support that we can get. Awesome, Nick. Well, thank you so much. We had some folks with Habitat for Humanity a few weeks back on our podcast. And I think when you get into these bigger nonprofit names, I, I think sometimes people recognize the name, but might not always know the details of, of what's behind it. So I, I think it's great to kind of hear in detail um, all the different ways that you guys are involved with the community and, and helping the community especially in a time like this. Well, Jason, we appreciate the opportunity to tell our story. Um, and obviously, you know, Maui no Kauai, we're, we're, we, we feel very lucky to be part of this community uh, as we know it's the best one around.